Welcome to another episode of the Miller Report podcast. This is James Miller along with Dave Miller. And today is July 7th, 2023. And we are going to be providing a market update for the luxury real estate market here on Amelia Island. So, uh, Dad, how are you doing today? Doing well, James. Doing well, thank you. Good. Um, well, just wanted to, to provide a recap of what the market has been doing. Uh, there's been a lot of headlines in the news over the past year, uh, kind of scary headlines talking about real estate markets slowing down in other parts of the country, especially as a uh, maybe as a result of increasing interest rates. And so really wanted to, to dive in and take a look at what's actually happening here in our local market. Um, and what I would say what we're seeing is we have seen a little bit of a cool down in terms of comparing it to historic highs from 2021 and 22 in terms of the amount of kind of frenzied activity that we saw. However, if you look at where the market still, it's still in a seller's market. Um, our inventory levels uh, on the island and in the plantation are incrementally higher than last year during the same time by, you know, for example, they, uh, in June, there were 24 single family homes for sale in the plantation. And, um, excuse me, that was actually sales. Uh, there were 16 single family homes for sale during in June of 22 versus 21 this year. So while we have a little bit more inventory, it's still very low by uh, historical standards. If you look back at 2018 and 2019 numbers, we're actually at about half the amount of inventory that was for sale during those periods. So we're definitely still in a seller's market and uh, there's still buyer demand out there. Um, Dad, what are you saying? You know, the the interesting thing and that we've, we've observed in discussions and in articles, Wall Street Journal and other kind of real estate related periodicals is uh, the extensive amount of international travel and travel that's happening in the last couple of months due to kind of pent up demand when folks probably haven't been able to travel as much the last few years. Uh, we've heard this from real estate agents kind of even up in the Cashers Highland Mountain Market when we were visiting there, talked about the people in their using their secondary, their second homes in the mountains aren't coming back there because the sense was that folks are traveling and not returning to their, their second home properties. We've and seen when that. When we got back here, we were, um, we had kind of anecdotally seen that with our own clients. They had some that were in Japan and some that were in Brazil, yeah. and it just seems everybody's been traveling abroad. And so we actually talked with Angela Pearson too, with uh, Wallace Pearson Travel to ask her, you know, is this true? That's kind of what we're, we're seeing and what we're hearing, but is this true? And she said that in 2019, they had a uh, record-breaking year uh, for their industry, particularly in travel to Europe. Um, and in 22, they had a 30% increase over the 2019 record-breaking numbers. And this year so far, they're seeing 30% increase over last year. Part of one of the, art, the article in the Wall Street Journal noted that uh, officials on the Amalfi Coast in Italy were, were fining people for taking selfies because it blocks kind of the movement of people. It just, they have so many tourists there. They're, everybody's trying to limit the tourist influx. 
because uh, they haven't seen these kind of crowds. And I think it, it really has. I think people have, uh, they're traveling a lot. They're kind of doing some things they haven't been doing before and their focus in terms of real estate has dropped off a little bit. Uh, so it just hasn't been there. And we're certainly seeing that relative to the, uh, the number of showing requests. But, you know, as we, we, we look at and, and kind of see some of, you know, I look at, at sales of, of mega properties across the country and those kind of transactions are still taking place and there's interest there. And I think that the high end, the luxury market is still doing well because it's limited in, in, in terms of inventory. And I think we're going to see probably a pickup in, in showings and activity as we head into late summer and early fall. Well, it's interesting looking at some of the numbers, too. You know, I've been talking with some other agents who have felt like the market has slowed down and been much slower this year. But if you look at sales, uh, for example, single family homes in the plantation up through May of this year, we had the same number of single family homes that sold this year compared to last year. There were 20 between the two years. Uh, and that was year to date through May. And then in June, we had a little bit of a drop off. We had only tw um, four, uh, excuse me, only one sale this year versus four last year. So we're now three behind last year. However, looking ahead, there was only one single family home sale in the plantation in July of last year. And there's five single family homes pending under contract right yeah. now. So I'm not seeing a slowdown. I mean, we have, like we said, seen a little bit lower showing activity through May and June. But I don't see the statistics showing that uh, that the market's going down or, or cooling much, and certainly prices are not uh, decreasing. They're certainly at least stable, if not maybe even slowly increasing, just kind of along with uh, inflation and other metrics. Um, well, yeah, you have um, the interesting thing too, from an Amelia Island standpoint, is that we have our typical feeder market for prior years has been Midwest, Northeast folks kind of retiring here. And we're seeing a, a real change in that in the last year or so. We're seeing uh, not only that group continues to feed and be a strong feeder group in Atlanta as well, obviously a, a major as always and continue to be a major feeder for here. But we're seeing other parts of coastal Florida where people are wanting to escape density levels, pricing levels that are much higher uh, than what they are here and they're discovering Amelia and they're becoming a source for some of our luxury properties here on the island. So I think it's a combination. I think we, we continue to see demand here with limited inventory. So I think that keeps the pressure on pricing and continues to make this a, a reasonable seller's market, although a little more balanced than where it was in the last few years. I, I agree and it's interesting. I mean, if you if you are shopping for a single family home in the plantation right now, there are only 11 active homes for sale. And that's not including lots that are being marketed with yet to with be houses. built homes, but there are 11 already built homes that are for sale. And the average list price right now is $4 million. I mean, there's only two homes listed for sale currently that are under $2 million in the neighborhood. I mean, so that's a real shift in um, and price points. I mean, I, a few years ago, the neighborhood average price point was about 750 and that that's including condos as well, right. but it really has escalated, which in some ways has kind of changed maybe the profile of our buyer that's coming here as well. And, and it's the entry level price point to get into the neighborhood is much higher than it used to be. 
Well, and to that point, uh, just this week, uh, there was a, um, an almost a $7 million listing, non-oceanfront property listing that went under contract, which would be certainly the first time we've seen that kind of uh, property, that price point off the, uh, that wasn't on the, on the ocean, an oceanfront mm-hmm. property. So that all and those just, buyers were moving from and those, the Miami area, right? From what we understand, those are buyers from South Florida, from the Miami area that are coming up this way. So definitely seeing an increase in that activity, as Dad mentioned. Um, so I, I think right now we're going to kind of get through, we've just passed the 4th of July, we're going to get through everybody's travel plans. And I think that that luxury buyer has still been there, but they're going to come back in a little bit stronger force than we've seen the last two months. Um, and... You know, I think maybe earlier this year, too, there, we had a lot of buyers that were reacting to negative headlines in the news and sellers were in, kind of reacting to how the market was last year, where every time you listed a new home, it was selling for more than what the last home that sold for, you know, comp suggested. And so we kind of had a, a unmatched expectations between buyers and sellers, perhaps for the first part of this year. But I think that's kind of adjusted now where sellers are, are realizing that um, that they have to, to list their homes kind of in accordance with what other comps have been. They're not decreasing in value, but that they are, are remaining stable compared to where prices have been. And buyers are realizing that the market's not dropping off and that they're not going to find a deal in another year or two necessarily that uh, supply is still limited, and if they want to have a home in an attractive yeah. area and a popular demand, they're going to have to, um, you know, put in strong offers. Well, and the the fact that the stock market has done better than expected over the last several months, uh, that jump has kept people's wealth effect uh, intact, and and so and so many of the transactions here are cash transactions. So the fact that that's happened also keeps kind of a um, it makes uh, puts buyers in a stronger position in terms of their own net uh, net worth and and interest, and so I think that'll continue to keep uh, an interest uh, in terms of buyers looking for properties, high end properties. Absolutely. Um, one other topic we wanted to jump into uh, that's related to, to real estate and what we're seeing in our day to day business is the insurance market. And specifically, uh, you know, there's been a lot of challenges in the condo market that condos, condo associations are dealing with. But what I'm talking about more with single family homes, and it's been a little bit of challenging for buyers to obtain insurance. Uh, insurance companies are being stricter on terms of the condition of the house, particularly things like the age of the roof. Um, they even had one property that closed this year who had a uh, a high-end real uh, high-end insurance company that had been issuing their policy for years, and they would not issue a new policy on the house for a, a uh, for the new buyer. They just their their criteria had changed, and they wouldn't no longer do it. So one of the things that we are saying that you can do if you're trying to sell your home to make sure you don't run into that hassle in the middle of a transaction um, is to have your insurance agent or someone that uh, like working with Chubb Insurance or BKS Insurance come out and do an overview of your um, property and they can do all the necessary inspections that a new buyer is going to have to have in order to get insurance. And that way they can let you know too whether they would insure the house for a new buyer. That just takes another um, question mark out of the equation for a buyer when they're trying to decide to move past a due diligence period. 
Yeah, they're the. I think sometimes the, the condo association price increases get get felt or understood more clearly only because those all hit at one time for all the units. Uh, but homeowners are facing the similar issue here. It's just it's just one at a time, so it's not as much publicized. But it's just as big an issue, and it's absolutely advantageous as a as a seller to kind of get prepared and get your house ready and get those inspections done ahead of time. Absolutely. So, Dad, is there anything else that uh, you think we need to make our listeners aware about uh, or aware of during the market right now? I think those are the key points, James. Those are the, kind of the highlights. I think it's uh, uh, continued on. Uh, we, we expect to see, as long as the market, stock market kind of holds where it is, I think we'll see a little bit more activity uh, as we head into late summer and early fall in terms of showings and probably closings. Um, if that if that continues, and one of the things I've noticed when looking at stats, you everybody always thinks the hot selling season is this spring and summer here, which is true depending on what part of the market you're talking about. You know, uh, vacation rental type of of condos on the ocean, for example, might have a stronger selling season during uh, the summer when people are coming down and, and vacationing in those types of properties. But for the, the luxury properties or the higher end uh, condos and homes, those are usually more of a, you know, a lot of snowbirds like to purchase those properties or, uh, you know, people that have second homes in the mountains and, and cooler areas are all busy in those locations and not here. And so there kind of is a, a, a focus or a lack of focus on real estate in that market in this area which tends to pick up again in the fall and a lot of times if you start looking at the two million plus sales a majority of those tend to occur kind of you know september through february almost you know a big part of that too is when people are down here and they've got their grandkids and all, mm-hmm. the whole uh, three generations of family they're focused on family and they're not focused on real estate they want to be together they're they're looking forward to july 4th and and from kind of that whole uh, period from Memorial Day through July 4th and family gatherings. And uh, I really think that's what happens. And then once you get past that, as you get closer to the time when grandkids are going back to school, then folks start to refocus on real estate. Absolutely. Well, thanks for listening to today's episode of the Miller Report podcast. This is James and Dave Miller with the Miller Group with One Sotheby's International Realty. If you have any uh, need any help with buying or selling your home or just want some uh advice on perhaps on the market value of your home currently, please reach out to us. Don't hesitate. Uh, You can call me at 904-557-5720 or call dad at 904-206-0525. And we'll talk to you soon.